Oseo beautiful people, you may now order signed copies of my wife and I's newest book at DaneMakeYouThink.com, available in both paperback and hardcover prints. The first 2,500 orders will receive a special gift included with their purchase. Also, be sure to grab your copies of our other five-star rated books at DaneMakeYouThink.com. Wado, thank you for your support. We appreciate you. You know what I mean? You see what's going on. It's causing some commotion in mm-hmm. which I really didn't want it to, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. I mean, certain people, depending on how they take the truth, you know, it can either be an easy pill to swallow or it may not be. But yes. yeah, I mean, it's dealing with us uh, as far as our indigenous roots. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's main. That's my main concern. Mm-hmm. And based off of what I was taught by my own family members. And I started sharing all of that Ever since um, 2015 on Facebook, mm-hmm. then I went viral on Facebook. Facebook <laughs> took me off of there and I went to uh, YouTube in 2016. Mm-hmm. Here we are now. Hey, very interesting, man. You know, I was checking out your live yesterday, you know, and you were saying oh, stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, how we were already here. And you were saying some st- things that I couldn't even, because I, I talked to True Master and it made so much sense to me that it was like, wow, he was talking about the connections and how we have a connection that we was here and we couldn't even find our family members over in Africa. You were saying stuff like that. And I was like, I found that very interesting. It's certain things like the way that you could find it to really find out for sure. There was a paper trail mm-hmm. um, that did accumulate around I'm going to say it did start around the late 1600s, but you don't have to go that far back in order to be able to indicate if your family was transported mm. by way of the so-called transatlantic slave trade. Right. You could find out in the middle of the 1800s right. by way of paperwork if your family came off of those vessel lists because they still exist right now. Mm. In the National Archives, certain facilities, uh, certain facilities that you could walk into or you can call up your... I would call them a historical library of your state. Call them up first before you go to make sure that they have access to a specific link that they will utilize in order to access some of those um, National Archives records in order to bring them up. And I actually have a book out Mm. to let you know what those vessels were called, all of the microfilms, what you're looking for. It can get done. Um, A lot of people would turn their nose up because they haven't took that direction yet. You know, they much rather just stick to the books and stick to the stories that they were told in school. But I'm telling them, listen, you could do your own research, literally, to find out what happened with your own individual family. Every story is going to be different. But the similarity about our people being indigenous to this land is that our land was stolen. Mm. A lot of our land was stolen by these foreigners that were coming here to only hope even more incoming foreigners to come here. They call this the new world. It's only new to them because they wanted it to be their new world, mm. physically, mentally, and spiritually. They made us adapt certain, certain cultures that they brought over here. Uh, as far as their spirituality, well, religion, we had spirituality. I mean, you know, he touched on it as I was looking at it. He was touching on a bit of it with astrology right there, because we were ones with the stars. We were ones with nature. Mm. That's been happening for years. That's, that's in our bloodline. Mm. Um, and of course, certain particular tribes would look at certain different ceremonies in different ways. I guess I could go into that later on, but mm. we're still doing them right now. 
Right. This is right now. It's, it, nothing has changed. It's just the fact that people need to become aware right. of what's going on. Look right in front of them instead of, you know, looking around them. Look right in front of you. It's right here. Right. No, I heard that before that that uh, most original black people were already here. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't even experience the slave thing. I've heard that like a little while ago here, here and there. Is that even near the Moors or this is totally different? Near the Moors. I, don't, I mean, is, well, that, see, is that like saying that the Moors, the Moors were, uh, I know the Moors came over here in the early. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but they helped. They came with foreigners. They were the uh, navigators of the sea. Okay. So they were helping these foreigners get here about, right. you know, to find the so-called new world. But I wouldn't consider them our people, though. I know certain mm. people probably going to go down my neck about that, but mm. I wouldn't consider them our people because. I mean, keep in mind, the people that they're referring to when it comes to Moors are those that are indigenous to this landmass that used to be called Mauritania, mm. which is Tunis, Algiers, and Morocco. Mm. That's North Africa. That's not America. And, um, okay, the reason why I'm telling them that they need to take a look at the transatlantic slave trade is because it didn't happen the way that we were told. Mm. And I actually called out um, slavevoyages.org and made them change their numbers. I called out the um, the Virginia Department of Resources and made them change their script about the 1619 story. I may, I forced them to change their stuff mm. to the point where they were asking me to have a Google page and I turned it down. They wanted me to have a, um, a Wikipedia page. And I said, no, I don't, I don't want any of that. I just want you to change the story. Because at first they were saying 12.5 million enslaved Africans were captured and brought to the Americas, meaning North, Central, and South. Mm. But now they just recently changed the numbers all the way down to 92,000 Africans. And they didn't come until the early 1900s. I made them change the script. Now, as far as the 1619 story, I made them change that because they were trying to say that the uh, first Africans arrived in Jamestown, Virginia. That was wrong. And they weren't Africans. They were people of the West Indies. They changed the script. The guy that they were quoting from where it said 20 and not Africans, they were quoting from John Raw. Mm. And he said 20 and not Negras. Originally, he was referring to females, female children mm. of the West Indies. And this is in their records, by the way. I show people that I have the, um, the Virginia statues at large. Mm. That's exactly where they came from. The Virginia statues at large from 16, excuse me, from 1614 all the way up. Mm-hmm. They documented everything. They documented who they ran into, what happened, what was being traded amongst the Mississippi River, and why they had to take control over that trade in order for them to survive over here as far as them being foreigners are concerned. But yeah, we had it all. And mm-hmm. that stuff was taken away from us because they were able to manipulate our children inside of the schools when they started compulsory education at the top of the 1900s. A lot of those people like the Department of Education Association, the University of Chicago, J.P. Morgan, John D. Rockefeller, Henry Ford, they all got together and Woodrow Wilson as president especially magnified that into industrialism in order for people to be forced to bring their children to these schools that they took over in order to be taught a forced way of schooling, you know, their form of curriculum. So it was completely done by design straight up by strangers. I'm trying to tell people the stuff that we were taught in school is incorrect. Mm. Totally incorrect. That was purposely done in order for us to take us off of our own land. 
Now, I know a lot of people will say, well, hey, Dane, I mean, all civilization started in Africa. And then I turn around and say, well, how do you know that? Because none of us lived thousands of years ago to verify that. So what are we basing that information off of? More strangers information just by way of books and nobody has any evidence? Well, Dane, I mean, the bones, but they creating bones right now for Hollywood. Who's to say they didn't create those bones last week and told you what happened 10,000 years ago? We're just going off of a stranger's word once again. This is what I'm trying to eliminate. Now, a lot of our people, how we shot ourselves in the foot is that we passed our stories along orally. Okay, I'm I'm not saying there's nothing really wrong with that, but that was used against us in a way because when the foreigners got here, they started writing stuff down. So what I'm trying to encourage people to do is utilize the information that they did write down and use it against them because they contradicted themselves every time. It won't ever fail. They tell the real deal. You just got to weave out the real from the fake. Mm. Like you can't rely on Google and Wikipedia, for example, as far as research is concerned. My thing is, I'm not an internet researcher. You know what I mean? Like, I actually get out in the field. I'm an ethnographic researcher to grab these records. I put in freedom of uh, information requests in order to gain these records. And that does cost money, you know? And I don't want people to turn their nose up just because of that, because it could be beneficial. What if you find one of your ancestors on land? In most cases, that's what's going to happen anyway, because the land was taken by way of taxes in certain cases, Mm. or the land could have been... Uh, could have been stolen from you because you decided to become an elector in the late 1950s, early 1960s, and everybody lost their land, their farm, their jobs, their, their businesses, and just to become a first-class citizen. And that's what I was talking about during my live stream. That's well-documented, and people missed it. And then I also brought up during my live stream about the Reconstruction era. Why, why did it have to be reconstructed? Because we were already in control, and the foreigners needed a way to manipulate that original constitution so it could fit them top to bottom so they could feel at home. But yeah, I see. I, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but it's heavy I, right here. Go ahead. Yeah, we love it. Go ahead. I get upset sometimes, but I'm trying to tell the people that all they have to do is look up what I'm stating. Like, write it down. Don't believe me. I don't want you to believe me. Mm. Write it down and look it up and mm. verify. It. And look, you're not going to find it in 3.5 seconds. Straight up. If it was hard for me, it's going to be hard for you. And this is the reason why I give my resources so it may not be as hard. Mm. I try to tell them where I get it from. I even quote it, put it up on the screen. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. You know, certain people would turn their nose up because it will be brand new information to them because they may not, you know, they probably never heard of it before. Mm. But yeah, we, we are the original American Indians. Mm. And that's even by way of documentation. Before, even before the Racial Integrity Act of uh, uh, the 1900s. But the, when the Racial Integrity Act came, they were changing the records, the census records again. So you won't see the correlation between colored and American Indian. Keep in mind, we were the only race, so-called, back then it was called class. We were the only class of people where we were reclassified multiple times from Indian to colored to Negro to black. So now it's blank. They don't even have a racial category for you on, side, on, on your birth certificate. Right now. Mm. Okay. And then, and I said during my live stream uh, yesterday that Obama got rid of a Negro out of the records, period. So you won't trace it. So it made it a little bit more difficult. You can still track it, but yeah, he eliminated it. That was what he did. And still gave foreigners billions of dollars, helping them out. They get rights galore all the time. They get reparations for what? 
But all the time, this government just hand away everything, including the money, including the land. And that's what I was pointing out that people were missing that the three years before Martin Luther King was killed, he was during a campaign. He was selling them. He was trying to inform the people about the land acts and what happened. The homestead acts. Mm. Those those lands were being confiscated from us. And they were trying to force our people west of the Mississippi River. They were really trying to push us away. That was even before the 1830 Indian Removal Act. That was happening before and after. Keep in mind, when they, when they came here, where did they arrive to? Now, they're going to say they came in Jamestown, Virginia. Excuse me, their first arrival was uh, Charlestown, South Carolina. Mm. When it was actually Charlestown, Massachusetts in 1614, now known as Boston, Massachusetts. That's where they first arrived. And that's documented. I put that out. I, I'm telling them that they want you to take your mind off of this land and put it on Africa because that's where they came from. They're just Ooh. swapping places. Just like right now, the so-called ones that they call the Native Americans swap places. They're not saying nothing. They're quiet. Still on land that's reserved for them. But if you really think about it, this government, and I'm not trying to say that this is a great thing, but this is how you know it was us first. Mm. Because before it was considered reservations, what were they called? Concentration camps. Mm. Before concentration camps, they were called public labor camps. Do we see any Native Americans go through so-called slavery? Because that's the land that they're talking about. Were they on the plantations? No. These people are brand new. <laughs> they just got here. And you can't trace Native American to American Indian by way of paperwork. That's a brand new term that just started in the 1970s. I put that out there too. The first time that you seen, you heard the term Native American was from the Native American Party, the Know Nothings, the third largest political party during the time period of the Federalists and the Whigs. Mm. They were fighting for rights then as foreigners. So that's why I tell people to stop calling yourself native because that has nothing to do with you. You're indigenous to this land. You're not a visitor. You're indigenous to this land. You're not a visitor. Everybody else, is, they, they got visitor mm. cards right now. They just happen to call them IDs. Mm. There's stuff that we got to change. I'm just pointing out the issues. That's all. And see, and the reason why sometimes I get a lot of backlash from people is because mm. they're not used to that information. They're not used to a young brother like me bringing this up that actually did the research and know what I'm talking about and can back it up. And I dare anybody to hop out there with a big platform and say otherwise because you're going to get shot down with this information. Clearly. I say that on any platform I go on to, I dare somebody to hop out there. I would want them leaders to jump out there because this information is going to get out on a larger scale. Mm. I'll be waiting for it. <laughs> Yo. They're going to back off of me because they know better. They see that I'm not playing. Mm. <laughs> I'm telling you, guaranteed. Indeed. Yo, this, and you know what? It's like, as soon as new information come, you know how our people is. Get kind of like, oh, wait a minute, this is edgy. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes edgy shakes things up a little bit. Certain things need to be shook up. What you think about that? It does. Yeah. It does. I mean, they could consider me controversial. They're going to consider me dangerous. And I take all of that. Right. I take all of that because somebody else, I mean, like, who we waiting for? Somebody got to do it. If I got to be the spark to cut on that light, so be it. Mm. Yo, man, we got to give you props for standing up. It's bold statements. Bold, deep. A lot of people will be scared to say certain things that, that you're saying, but then when you go back and you look at it, you know, it's about weighing, balance. You got to look at the evidence, you know what I'm saying? 
and and the facts. We know that in school we've been taught what it was. We was taught what slavery and how we got here and things of that nature. That is a fact. They did make the books. They it started book. in school. Mm. It started because we didn't learn that from our parents. And then when I when I came to my grandparents and hey, we come from Africa and they like, boy, <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you well, well, granddad, break down slavery to me. Have you ever heard of this? And this is how I knew slavery was different from the way that we were all told. Like we were told that we were, you know, separated from our families, had chains and shackles. When slavery is just another form of employment, literally. I mean, indentured servant. Indenture means contract. Servant, you're a laborer, a slave. Right. Employee. And I'm not trying to be funny here, but let's just think about it. I mean, like the employer is getting more money than employees still to this very day. But we just going to call it employment. But I'm just letting y'all know that we were also our ancestors were also getting paid little to nothing back then. It's the same thing. It didn't change. They didn't abolish slavery in 1863, 1865. It was just a transfer of ownership. They didn't want it to go to the slave masters anymore. They gave it to the government. Mm. That's by documentation as well. I can show that as well. All of this is documented. See, the thing is, is that it's not being hidden. It's just that people are just not going to go look for it. They don't care. They're going to turn their nose up. This boy don't know what he's talking about. He an agent. He a fraud. But that's an excuse. That's your excuse for being lazy. <laughs> like, But once again, that don't affect me. I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing because it is going to be people that's going to be listening like, yo, what, let me see what he's talking about. And they're going to check with their own family. This has been happening for a long time already. They're going to check with their own family to verify what I'm talking about. And it won't ever fail. It comes back valid every time. We're making changes big time, no matter who likes it or not. Mm. And we're going to come, we're coming after our lands too. And we don't need this government's help neither. We're going to create our own, in which we did have originally. I also showed them that. Mm. I also showed them that our people were the original Republicans. Mm. I told them that we were in this government before they even came out with a rule stating that, you know, oh, well, they only count as three fifths of your human being. We were already in the government. This is the reason why they had to reconstruct everything in 1871. They made, the, the foreigners made themselves first class citizens that same year. And also made the guy, I didn't say this during my live stream because it was, it was 5,500 people watching. But, and I know they was watching me. But I just want to know that that's when you saw the corporation become a real corporation. They incorporated themselves that same year. The government is a corporation. So they're treating it like a business every single time. This is a capitalist society. All they want you to do is bow down and join. Otherwise, you're going to fail. That's why it looks like it's designed for us to fail, because we have no idea in school that we should be learning about credit, business, taxes, ownership. They teaching us about English, math and science. And that's not even being I mean, it is, but it's not really being used by those large corporations. They all about money. They're about funding themselves. Mm. And we were the original capitalists between the 1830s all the way up to 1879. In fact, Frederick Douglass took over the Freedmen's Bureau banks with his own money. How did he do that? I thought he was a slave. He took over all the banks so they won't crumble. How did he do that? I thought he was a slave. I mean, what? He, he sold all his crops, sold all his land or something? How did he get that rich? That's well documented. Mm. People not peeping in. We were already the breadwinners a long time ago. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, we talking 1800s. 
We need to get back to that. I know people are going to be like, well, no, I mean, just look at what they did to Tulsa. It's not just Tulsa. There was multiple Negro Wall Streets already excelling. The government sent their agents in, W.E.B. DuBose and Booker T. Washington, to go be nosy to find out what we were doing. Most of them were Jesuits. I don't know how far I could go on your channel. Go ahead. Well, we, go, just, we go all the way there. This is a We craft. go far? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. This is a spacecraft right here. We go to the, <laughs> we go to the nebulous and beyond. <laughs> go ahead. Man, right. it's some enemies. It's some enemies and it's some enemies that look like you and I mm. that need to be called out. Mm -hmm. And I have those records. In fact, my two last videos, I showed you that W.E.B. Dubois was going back and forth with Franz Boas, the grandfather of anthropology, the one that created the out of Africa theory, mm. telling him what to do. And he was allegedly supposed to be the first person of color with a doctrine. But he was telling him by way of letter what to do, instructing him. I got multi, I got all those records. Mm. I just showed you one of them on screen. Look, and I put I put a little arrow on it like, here it is, see his signature? And I looked up at the top, see who it's addressed to? <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. They betrayed us for the money. It was a lot of sellouts that looked like you and I. Mm. And I'm just calling them out. Shout out to Steve Coakley. And I'm just calling them out. Dick Gregory. Shout them out because they were doing it too. They were, they were bits and pieces. Well, Steve Coakley went far. He was calling them out. Dick Gregory was calling them out a little bit later on because he needed protection. Right. He did it though. And he was involved with a few of those boule secret societies. And he ain't care. Same thing with Martin Luther King. And he ain't care. After a certain while, they're going to speak up. Like when they, when they had enough, they're going to speak up. This is the reason why I don't get involved with that stuff. I'm going to tell you how it is right now. I'm not going to tell you how it might be. OCO, Freethinkers. You're now tuned into the realest historian on the planet. The best teacher you wish you had in school. Have your pens and paper handy and get ready to take notes. It's Dane Calloway on I'm Just Here to Make You Think Radio. Radio.